Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're going to chat with Jason Creole today. Now, if you missed yesterday's program, we had Jason on, and I just love uh, chatting with Jason Creole. So he lives in Alabama. He owns a fertilization and weed control business. He actually used to be in the lawn mowing business, and he found out he, he enjoyed making more money doing furt and squirt, and so he's got 300 customers and he uh, does seven applications a year and runs his business. Well, anyway, Jason likes to play golf and he likes to make content. And so uh, any chance I get to go over to Alabama and, and play some golf with Jason and shoot some content with him and uh, just chat business, chat life. It, it's great hanging out with him and his family. He's got a wife, Tracy, and uh, four kids. And and uh, his son, Carson, loves to play soccer with me. And so um, it was fun. My, my last trip out there, I beat him. So we play the World Cup. And uh, he's got two soccer goals back in the backyard. And uh, we, we play to five. We play a best of three series. So I beat him the first game. I think it was five, two. I just I smoked him. I was I was on top of my game. And then game two, he, he was up four to two. And he had a, a chance to win. He had this goal. He kicked it. He was wide, he wide left. And I came back. To, I got four, three, tied it up four, four. And I scored the game with a goal, five, four. Uh, it was, it was, it was glorious. So um, anyway, let's see. I like you care about my backyard soccer victory, uh, but it, 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 it was uh, built me a lot of momentum in life. Yeah. All right. Well, we're enjoying part two of my conversation with Jason Creole in Sweet Home, Alabama. If you need context for what we're talking about, um, or maybe after you listen to today's show, go back and listen to yesterday's program. We're just chatting about life and business and work-life balance and, and all that fun stuff. So anyway, we're going to continue the conversation. Enjoy. Thanks, Jason. This has been a good th- good therapy session here. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know what the questions were going to be about. I'm I supposed to ask you questions. I know. Well, I just didn't know what you had said. Sometimes I've asked Paul in the past, like, hey, do you have this planned down? And he's like, well, not really. I just kind of go with the flow kind of thing. I can't stand when they have to plan it out. So, sometimes if I have like a brand on or something, yeah. they'll send me like, here, <laughs> question, oh, one question. Yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, well, we just, we just hopefully remember to hit the record button, which we did today, but, um, I, I just like talking. Yeah. That's good. You have any more questions? Yeah. Um, how, how can people register for the, for the lawn care life uh, oh. conference? Well, we can't, why we, did you ask me to help you? Well, we tried to make a cool video, a cool promo video and it turned out pretty good. Uh, so we did that and, um, and that's, but to register, you go to lawncarelife.com. There's a link that says conference and you can see our cool promo video and, and the details and things like that and speakers and some of the, some of the actual schedule. Again, I've, we have it kind of tentatively put together. We've got to iron out some of the details. Um, but for, for us initially, it was just like getting a quality lineup of speakers and making mm-hmm. sure that it's going to be an excellent event. And once we do that, then we'll start putting together some of the sponsors and some of that, some of that kind of thing. But yeah, um, well, 
One of the reasons I asked Paul to be a part is because, like I said, we've done it three times, and I, I want it to be bigger this year. You know, I, I knew is not been disappointed with the previous ones, but I was like, I want to, I don't want to do the same thing again. I want it to be bigger and different. So I thought Paul has um, would. I don't like partnerships in in general, like for his like business partners. Oh, I don't. I'm Dave not, Ramsey says the only ship that don't sales a partnership yeah i mean and i had a guy that years ago told me if you're gonna have a partner he said make sure that one's like a 51 percent partner yeah. and one don't have 50 50 partners because it's just too difficult this, to, this is a hundred percent this is a hundred zero you, you're it's your name your uh, yeah. everyone pay it, it, it's you i'm just helping to to, yeah. to, to bring awareness but, but it was my idea to, to involve paul and I, right. I said well one because i think uh you know, I trust you, and that was one of the big parts. I trust Paul. He's not going to sabotage this thing, and he's going to bring some effort. And I knew you, you had a big audience and could help um, sell tickets and things like that. But I also thought he was going to genuinely add value to the conference. Not that I couldn't have asked you to, hey, come, and mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, whatever. We could have worked something out, and you would have probably been happy to MC. But I wanted to um, – one, I get – I get a little bit burnt out doing it on my own in the past. And I don't have my family help and things like that, but uh, I just, I wanted the extra energy. And I think you have a different set of skills and personality than I do. And so uh, to me, it makes sense if, if it's two different people and they have two different roles, then it, then it makes sense to have more of a partnership. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm just not as good at some things as you're going to be, and you're going to be as good at some things I did. So I just thought together it would, it would bring more energy. And to me, yes, I mean, we want to make money off the event. We want to be, but I, we're really trying to put together something excellent. And so I thought bringing in another person would help it be a more excellent event. And if it's excellent, I think then everybody has a good time and all, and, and everything works out as far as like money and finances and things. So I won't, I'm not so worried about that as I'm putting together an excellent event. Fantastic. I'm really excited because I've always wanted to do an event and being in Atlanta all these years, there's all kinds of venues and everything, but I just, I just never felt peace about it. Cause it's like, you've got to put down whatever, all this money to schedule the venue. And then there's all these other events like, you know, the, the one I mentioned in Nashville is in August, then GIEs in October. It's called Equip Now. Fullerton does one in November. Kohler usually does one in the winter. Uh, Sync Live does one in the winter. Uh, you know, yours was in the winter. Like, I just like, I, I don't even know when I could have it because I don't want to step on anyone's toes. So that was an issue. And then the stress of it. So, but I always had that seed inside of me. Like, I want to have an event. I want to I want to get my listeners together in the South and hang out in the winter. So when you asked me, I was like, this is it. Cause now I don't have any stress. Uh, you got Matthew's manor, um, lined up. So now the, the fun part for me is letting you guys know, come on down to Alabama and let's hang out and eat good food and, and, and fellowship and talk. And, and to, to be honest, I, and, and I'm fine with the speakers that I know that's what you're doing. But for me, I just like sitting at the table and talking, eating dinner and, yeah, snack. like that's my favorite part of these, and the speakers is fine. I've, you know, I'll, I'll listen to Alan talk, but I like the just fellowship and breaking bread part with with you guys. So that that's for me. That's what I'm. It's all about. Yeah. Well, people have to have a good time, or you know, they may have great speakers, but if it's not fun and enter, you know, so 
anyway, we in the past it's always been great, and I don't I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be great again. So, and, and having our own family venue definitely is an advantage for sure. Fantastic. Was there anything else? I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm I'm all out of questions. Is there anything else you want to share, the Green Industry Podcast listeners? I'm trying to think, Paul. I don't know if I have anything. Uh, anything for me and personally? I'm just out spraying yards, doing weed control and fertilization. I've just finished up round three for that. So I do seven applications a year, so I've got a few weeks off where I'm doing all these YouTube videos and things of that nature. And I've, I've got it now. I do like 300-something properties a year and then and able to take care of those and still give me a lot of flexibility as my schedule. I'm rocking a new Z-spray. I'm excited about that. Paul saw that thing, and it's it's great. It's mm-hmm. about the greatest thing. Spraying yards with that is is almost unfair. So, uh, But, no, everything's going great with me as far as the business goes. Did have a little bit more weeds this spring, unfortunately. I don't know if it's the weather or what. I had to, had to get those nipped in the bud, but I'm honestly, it's May at the time we were recording this. I felt like the hardest part of my season's already over with. I got these first three applications down. Everybody's been fertilized. Everybody's had weed control. And so now I mean, I'll fertilize and do more weed control later, but like everybody's yards usually starting in, in May all the way through the, through the fall, everybody's yards are looking pretty good. You still got nut sedge and all that, but, um, yeah, my, my season's going good, and I feel more more uh, sane than I have in the past and less stressed, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, and I use you as an example all the time. You There's a guy named Johnny Moe in, in Pennsylvania and a guy named Tony Rudolph in Lake Oconee, Georgia, and all three of y'all are have, have been one crew just running your, your route, and you all are happily married. You have children that respect you. You guys respect your dad. Yep. You, you got kids that like you, um, you know, a, a, a vibrant marriage and right. The, your, your life is in order. And so I use you guys as an example, Jason, because, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with scaling your business. Michael yeah. Gerber, um, you know, scale your business. That's yeah. like the, that's like the default thing, but there is another way where you just kind of, you know, have, have that work life balance. Yeah, and if I wasn't doing YouTube and stuff like that, I might have tried to grow my business bigger. I just kind of had to make a conscious decision a few years ago. Am I going to do that? And a lot of that just came down to my personality. I was like, I just, anyway, it was just a better fit for me. And I felt like I had a good opportunity online doing doing stuff like that. So it wasn't better. One was better than the other. I just decided to, I, I get, if I'm out spraying yards all the time, I get tired of doing that. If I'm doing YouTube videos all the time, I get tired of doing that. So this allows me to kind of be 50, 50 on both sides of it. And then how have you had longevity? Cause you were on YouTube. When I started my lawn business, you were sitting on a mower with raggedy audio in your garage shop thing, sitting there, just hit, hit record. Um, and, and you obviously are still going at it in, in this industry and on YouTube. So how have you had longevity? Yeah, I think I was, uh, been on YouTube for about 12 years and in, in lawn care for longer than that. Um, and I, I've had some burnout times for sure. I, I never, I never did quit YouTube, but I definitely got burned out on it. And I think I had to just be okay with that. I can't necessarily compete with everybody else. You know, I, I had to kind of just be my own, you know, Hey, if so-and-so can, can do this many videos and has great, everything's great and edit, editing's great, um, I may not be able to compete with that. But I can, I think it's a good thing about YouTube. There's so many people out there that 
some people are going to relate to my style and, and what I'm teaching that. So I just had to find my own audience and quit trying to be, be everybody else. And then of course I did outsource. I started hiring an editor, hiring a graphic designer, do thumbnails and quit trying to do everything myself, which helped a lot. And then of course downsizing the business made a, made a big difference as well. Because the same thing, like I can always say in lawn care, you can always say, well, just one more yard is, is more money. You know, if I just do another yard, that would be more money. And more, you know, well, like I have to tell my family sometimes that y'all going to one more yard me straight into the nursing home, you know, because we can't just one more yard all the time. And, and anyway, so I just am at a real, I've <laughs> told people no more this year than probably ever before. I mean, I probably only give a quote to one out of every five people that calls me, and that's just go give a quote, and I don't get all of those. So I'm just very selective on who I take on mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could get another customer over here, but if I get another customer here, that's that's less time I have to do on the online business. So it's, it's really give or take. You know, if I lose 50 customers tomorrow, I mean, I still can – do things online to to make up for that time. So I, I really like where it's at, and I'm just trying not to make unreasonable decisions to go make fifty more dollars or whatever it is. Like, okay, well, I, I need another person called. I'll go do that. Another person called. I'll go do that. I look at the yard if it's in a neighborhood I'm already established in, and the customer seems reasonable, and they're not getting twelve quotes from every company in town, and all you know. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, this one will definitely work out you know but if it's i mean literally people call me and they're five minutes away and i i said i'm sorry i'm not taking yards in your neighborhood now and they're five minutes away but it's five minutes in a neighborhood i don't have a single customer in and i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna try to go establish myself in a new neighborhood i'm just gonna keep working in the same neighborhoods i'm already established in well said carson you ready for the world cult last time i was here i played your son in soccer and he beat me yeah, he's actually pretty good. He's I know he better. is. He kicks the ball hard and plays a lot. We have a, pretty much a soccer field in our backyard. I keep we, me and Paul were mowing it this morning. It's by, I mean, it probably is a football field size. You know, roughly. Yard, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Not quite as smooth as I wish it was. It's level, but it's got a few bumpy spots. But yeah, it's great for. We got two big soccer goals out there. My son likes to play soccer, so Paul wants to challenge him again. I want a rematch because he beat me last time. Yeah. And Paul done bet him 20 bucks on whether he could kick a ball in the net from a long way away. Well, he's got this jersey on that says Messi, and he's sitting there, and he's wide right. I mean, it's like a penalty kick, and he's missing it. So I, I I, I made him go behind the other goal. You know, behind it. Yeah. I was like, I'll give you 20 bucks. There's no chance he's going to make it. So I'll give you 20 bucks if you make this. He couldn't even make it from, you know, like a penalty kick. And he just sits there and he kicks her. And once he kicked it, I was like, this has a chance. Yeah. And then it just kept scooting on down and it went in. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. That was my 20 bucks. I was going to go get my beard trimmed tomorrow when I got back to Atlanta. You can that buy is, your own beard trimmer. You ain't got to go pay somebody to trim your beard. Yeah, but they line it up good, and and they then it they do a good job. So I had I went to the credit union before I left to get get the cash. Now I got to go back. Car, old Carson made that shot. Yeah, well, he was excited about it. We yeah. Make some bets with the girls. Oh yeah, now now well we could play around the world basketball. Yeah, your dad beat me last time. Oh, that was the other. It was the other daughter that played with us, right? Lila. Yeah, Lila, Lila and and, and uh, we we're playing around the world. So, 
took us quite a while <laughs> until, <laughs> until someone went around the world. Yeah, I didn't have my best game, but I still pulled it off. So. <sighs> yeah, they they can't hear they can't hear you. We we we, we got the the Creole kids. Uh, trying to get my money here. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't believe Carson made that kick. I don't think he'd do that 10 more times. He couldn't make it. Yeah. My kids have to work for, uh, for, to earn money. So they, they've learned to um, look for opportunities. I think he just saw you as an opportunity, Paul. Yeah. He, well, he, he, he made that kick. Um, but what what are we going to do this afternoon? We're going to film film some videos out there, or what? Possible thunderstorms, but it looks actually turn out great. If it just stays cloudy and doesn't start storming, we can do do more videos. We've been knocking out some content, so we'll we'll see how how, how it turns out. Yeah, I was out mowing. <clears throat> Ferris stopped by with them, let us demo, and the mowers were good. Yeah, I was actually really impressed with the one. I was on a Ferris stand on mower they called a Z, what was it zx3 or something like that mm-hmm. anyway it 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 had a 37 horsepower briggs motor on it and we were my neighbor has an empty lot it used to be mine i mean i say neighbor nobody lives there but i sold it to this person several years ago and it's really tall overgrown i mean probably two feet tall just you know nasty briars and stuff and there was that my mower was not even bogging down. Now, I was I was going a little bit slow, wasn't full speed ahead. But and then I said, well, let me see how this thing cuts on my own yard. So I got it on my own yard, which I keep cut pretty low. And it, I mean, really, the quality cut was great. And some places where I've been known to scalp in the in the past, it it, it really the way it cut around the the bumps and and hills and stuff. I, I felt it was doing a great job of not scalping. So. I, I thought that thing was great. I don't I don't know what the price tag was, but it was a great mower. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS TrackIt is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS TrackIt take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS TrackIt, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride comfort system for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. 
Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake? Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Yeah, but I, I wasn't used to that, you know, hill or uh, area over there. So I started seeing rats jumping around or whatever them things were. All kind of, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I saw, a, a, like, a skeleton... <laughs> There was a skeleton <laughs> there. I, I think oh, it yeah. was maybe, a, I'm going to guess a coyote, but I don't I, know. Let, we'll hope it was an animal. There was a skeleton. It was an animal, Paul. I ain't doing no investigation, but I, <laughs> I I could not believe. Well, the first time I see these little rats hopping around, I'm like, oh, man. Because the guy from Ferris is filming me, so I'm trying to act like I'm Joe Cool, but I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this ain't this is, this is scary. And then I when I saw that skeleton, I was like, oh man, this uh, is. This I is, wish a rat would have jumped on your mower or, oh, or a snake no, or something. No, no, no. There, no. I saw several rats and a chipmunk, and they and that didn't to me. They didn't look like little field mice. They looked no, they were they, bigger. They, yeah, but which made me think there wasn't too many snakes over there because don't the snakes eat the rats? Well, you would think. So. But there was a lot of rats, so the, the that was a good sign, but not a good sign. They were there. Them things were big. But yeah, that skeleton that 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 spooked me a little bit, Jason. And the other thing we tried out today, I, I don't I don't know where that skeleton came from. But um, <laughs> the, the other thing we had was they brought the big uh, stand-on blower. I would compare it to like a Skag windstorm or something. I don't know, but this was one you stand. Hey, be, on. be careful. They're, don't 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 go. You stand on this blower. And my kids now want to go look at the skeleton. You stand on the blower, and we uh, we were blowing basketballs and gravel and stuff. That thing was pretty serious. So, if I mean, it would be like for blowing off a Walmart parking lot or something. Yeah, yeah and then I, I should have filmed. I, I would have been a viral Mr. George video. You blowing that gravel on me and then almost falling off the thing. Yeah. But I didn't film that. But well, we, we had reason, a little hiccup at the end. Yeah, well, I, I got on the gravel parking lot. I mean, my gravel little drive. And after I had blown some stuff off, and I couldn't figure out how to turn the wind off, it says, <laughs> and I was standing right there, and I was like, yeah. "What in the world? And You're it, this so drilling me with gravel, blowing gravel all out in the yard." And I was like, "How do you?" I just tried to turn the whole mower off. It's like I don't know how you make this thing quit blowing, you know. Anyway, but it turns out you can't just press the button down. You have to hold it down to make it stop blowing. I didn't realize you had to hold it for a few seconds to make it quit blowing. Well, this has been excellent, Jason. Yeah. Is well, we had a busy day. Out? Fun yeah. day. We got Ferris guys stopped by. We made a lot of videos and um, found some dead animal skeletons and rats and everything else. So it's been a good time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm soaking it up because I was telling Tracy, if I move to one of the beach cities, then, I, you know, we I've been blessed to get to come over here frequently when I lived in Atlanta. Yeah. And, um, so if that's the case, I might not see you until the till the conference. Yeah, well, unless unless the Lord leads me out this way, but I don't know. Yeah, well, it's a great spot out here. You know, it's kind of more family atmosphere. I don't know. Really? I mean, I think where I live is you know it's in the yeah. suburbs. I mean, you can go find all the cool trendy people in town if you want. Really? To. Yeah, that's where the cool people live. In Birmingham? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure parts of it. If you, but I'm, that, I'm looking for a lady. 
Yeah, young, they, young, I know young, where they young, are. Where are they at? They're at the, the church I told you about. They, oh, it's really? huge. It's gigantic. Yeah. How do you know, know that? It's massive. Because I know a lot of people that go there or have been there. It's gigantic. Okay. There's colleges around? Mr. I think Mr. Producer. So someone mentioned there's... Paul, now, let's just... You're not exactly college age anymore. I'm not saying well, I'm you're saying, old, but I, now we need to come on in. You don't need a 19-year-old. Early 20s. I'm not going to say your age on the air, but we're not it's like, We're not looking for what's your major and we're going to go to the sorority formal together. I mean, you need somebody to... Well, if you were my age, what, what age bracket are you looking in? Uh, out of college. <laughs> really? I mean, they definitely got to be out of college, I think. Really? Yeah. You, you're looking for a, a wife, not a, a – you're going to get asked, is that your daughter so many times? I mean, if you marry somebody that's 20. I I, I, I know – I got to be careful with She's going to call you Uncle Paul. No, no, no. Well, I, there's There's a guy that I used to work with. And his wife passed away at old age, and uh, he ended up marrying this young girl. Yeah. And his wife is now younger than his daughter. I've seen situations <laughs> like that, or where the sons are like are grown. You know, like I've yeah. had a friend there, like my age, and they the dad got remarried, and she's basically the same age as the kids. You know, and it's kind of a little bit awkward. Yeah. In, in well, the, what's awkward is his his daughter. His wife is younger than his daughter. That's yeah. what's awkward. Yeah, that is a little different. I'd recommend not to do that. No, but 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 twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. That's that's my wheelhouse. <laughs> okay. Well, you better. Yeah, I mean, I'd be pushing the limit there. But yeah, I'm not saying not to. I'm just saying you gotta. It's gonna be, you know, it's all right if they're a few years older than that too. Yeah, but I want to have multiple kids, so it's kind of like under thirties. Yeah, I understand that. Well, our mom. Yeah. They they can't hear you. Well, when we we got married, me and my wife got married. We we had um, four kids pretty quickly. So oh, okay, I, I'm thinking like, well, the first three were real quick. Like, yeah, when our third child was born, our first one was not quite three yet. So it was okay. kind of like three kids under three years old for a minute there. Three under three. And then we yeah, I mean, just for like a couple of weeks, you know. So basically, my first one, the third one, were like three years apart, and then we. We did. It was like two and a half years before we had our fourth kid. So, but they're still pretty close together. So. How old were you and Tracy when you got married? Uh, I was twenty-eight. So, and how old was she? She's one year older. So she's twenty-nine. Okay, so you like yeah. this, this making sense? Well, Jason likes I, the older women. I'm, well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like well, you, you, you don't like we, my. We don't want to go like fifteen years younger. I mean, that's a little extreme. I'm not uh, saying it's uh, never. Senior in college, she's. What's wrong with that? It's just a different stage of life, Paul. You've had really? a lot of life experiences, and she just—I mean, I'm, anyway, you might could find one that's very mature at that age. I don't know, but it—that's—it might be not all twenty-two-year-olds are going to be able to relate in the same way. Maybe they—I mean, there's some mature ones, but there's a lot of immature ones too. All right. Well, I think the thing for you, and this, and this is my thought on this, okay, but just I know I realize there's other people listening, but I don't know. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, you've been living on your own for so long that, that you know, it, it is it's such an adjustment to, to live with somebody else, you know, when you're married. So, 
I think you just got to be prepared for that because other, other person's coming from the same situation. And it's just like, there's a lot of give and take there. Of, you know, here's because right now you do everything the way you want to do it forever, you know, and so it's, you know, it, it's not bad. I mean, it's just, it is an adjustment, you know. This, I think it was a bigger, I don't, I don't know. I, I think probably bigger adjustment getting married or having kids. Probably in some ways, getting married just because you're, you're no longer just your own person. Do whatever you want, whenever you want anymore. Mar- marriage class with Jason Creole. Yeah. Well, I've got some thoughts about it, but overall, you know, it's good and changes things a lot, though. So. <laughs> oh man, my mistake asking where the co- where the colleges are by here nearby. <laughs> we do have some colleges that we, you know, but. So my friend, uh, David, uh, what's the guy's Clemson's head coach? Dabo. Yeah, Dabo. He's friends with Dabo. Dabo said, go to Alabama and get you a wife because Dabo is from Alabama. He's from Birmingham, yeah. Yeah. So he told David, um, he said, go to Alabama and get get you a wife. And so he came and he got a beautiful young woman, Leanna. Okay. She's probably 20 years younger than him. Oh wow! He, he he's he's I don't know exactly. Probably in his sixties, and she was, you know, she was young thirties. There's a huge age gap. Yeah, Davo was on the uh, national championship team, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, so he came, he got his Alabama wife, and he told Davo, "I, I got," and she's a very attractive, you know, young woman. Yeah, and, and so, um, I, I was, to me, that you know, thirty year age gap is. Makes your eyebrow go a little bit, but 15, yeah. that, I didn't even think, I mean, at well, 10, 10, 15. I don't think the first year it's a big deal, but as you get older, it becomes a little more pronounced in, into me. I mean, really from the girl standpoint, they, they, here's my old husband, he's so he's old as dirt, can't do anything, <laughs> he's so old, and then she's still young, got a lot of energy, and there you are, oh, man, just, I just can't I, move, I, you know, it's like. I'm not playing, that's why I've been exercising. Yeah, and, you and, better keep up the longevity, you're going to start taking those cold showers and everything if you're going to marry somebody 15 years younger. Yeah. Well, maybe the listeners have, uh, they, can they leave comments or no? I mean, they, you can DM me on Instagram at Green Industry Podcast. Um, you can leave a rating and review and write your comment in the rating and review. I'm sure there's some great advice out there. We got such a smart audience. Yeah. Well, I need advice on where to move to. Yeah. Um, I think you. I think what you need to understand. Is my, again, I'm just giving free advice here. We'll take it or leave it. But I think you just got freedom. You you can choose. I don't think it's necessarily it's right to go here, wrong to go there. That's my thought. But um, you don't feel constricted. You, at some point, you just got to look at your options and make a decision and, and move forward. And I wouldn't even second guess it. You know, I just say, hey, I've looked into it. This is going to be a great spot. I'm moving there, and and move forward. And don't you know? Don't look back like. Lot's wife. Excellent. Dynamite drop in there, Jason. Well, unless you got anything else, we can go uh, make, make attempt to make another viral video. You've, you've had some uh, classics. Yeah, let's do that before I get struck by lightning. I don't, I don't want to do that. We can look up some local colleges and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was 100% serious. Uh, uh, he caught uh, me off guard a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't realize I was going to startle you because that—that's uh, 
that's where that was kind of my wheelhouse. But, but college is such a different experience, though. Than like, I mean, they they're just they're in college. They, they, that very what percentage of the college people are at, at some maturity level? I mean, I'm not saying they they are. I'm not saying you can't be, but to to you're not college age anymore. So I think it's right. just different. Different. You've had a lot of life. Chris Winky since then. Remember him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're about Chris. Yeah, Chris Winky's about your age when he was playing quarterback for Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember him. Oh, uh, he was an old dude. Yeah, he was old. He was, Playing with all them 18, 19 year olds. Yeah, they were wanting to draft him to play quarterback in the NFL, but he was too old. I mean, he did play, but he was like, eh, he's kind of old to be a rookie. Prime, yeah. yeah. He probably was 26 or 27, something like that. All, all right, Paul. All we right. did it. Can, this may be the top episode of all of it. it. It's up. close to 1,000. This might be number one. Yeah, it's up there. But for real, if you want to attend the Lawn Care Life Conference, um, please uh, register because once those 300 seats are gone, they are gone. And actually, before we leave, Jason, can you give me a little intro? I'm going to have Mr. Producer it's called a pre-roll uh-huh. it'll play at the beginning of my podcast we'll have them slice it up okay so basically just say something along the lines hey guys jason creel here in alabama i want to invite you to my event the lawn care life conference uh-huh. we only have 300 seats available okay um you may do it live on the air now yeah he'll cut it he'll cut it out all you, right you, 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 the audience can listen to it if they want to yeah they could cheer you on we'll see all how right, many takes see. this takes because y'all hear how i normally talk this is kind of <laughs> how i normally talk but here's my promo voice let me see if i can switch over to it hey guys this is jason creel and i want to invite you to the 2024 lawn care life conference in springville alabama which is just outside of birmingham i've got my friend paul jameson Naylor Taliaferro, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Jeremiah Jennings, and we're going to have a great time. It's a Friday night and all-day Saturday event. All your meals are included, and the early bird ticket price is $197. Hope to see you guys near Birmingham, February 23rd and 24th. You want to remind them that there's only 300 seats available, and once they're gone, it's gone? Yeah. That, was, that was perfect, though. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was really me. good. Ooh, that was stressful too, but I did it. All right. Uh, there are only 300 seats for this event, so we'd encourage you to go ahead and sign up now to make sure that you're one of the 300 that's at the event. Great job. All right. Now we get a live studio audience. Thank you. My <laughs> second career is going to be radio. I want to be the play-by-play guy for the Alabama. Philadelphia Phillies or Alabama. Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah, I like the Phillies, but Alabama – you know, I just get so frustrated when things don't go right, and you're not supposed to like tell them that they're doing bad on the air if you're the play-by-play guy. Oh, really? Well, I mean, it, you know, they, it's looked down upon. One of my uh, the guy went to my high school. He was the voice of the Seminoles. He he played quarterback at my high school. And he played quarterback at Florida State and NFL. But anyway, I think he got fired for being critical of the program. I won't oh, wow. Say his name. I'm just saying, you know, you're like the hometown announcer. You're supposed to just say only positive things. Look how great we are. Fourth and three. Interception. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great effort. Michigan and, takes over. Because yeah, I'm more too much of a fan. I'd be letting them know oh, what I think man. about the left tackle missing that block and all that. Yeah, well, Mr. Producer is a Georgia Bulldog fan. And yeah. He, I'm still so – Ohio State 
was beating them bulldogs up. I know, and but... then Marvin Harrison got hurt, and then Mr. Producers I... just pushed my buttons. And I'm still, I'm I mean, still frustrated. One time I tried to pull for Ohio State, oh. and they let me down. So, oh man. All right. Were you you ready, Messi? All right. Let me let, let me let me go beat you in soccer. Always a good time in sweet home Alabama. Well, if you want to join us in person at Matthews Manor in Springville, Alabama, you can reserve your seat. We're having the Lawn Care Life Conference return. It, uh, the last time we, uh, J- not I say we, Jason and Tracy had this event was in 2020, and that was the third time they did it. So this is the fourth year they're having the Lawn Care Life Conference, and I'm absolutely honored to to get the Um, help out with, you know, contributing to the event this year. And so you can experience this Lawn Care Life Conference. Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nuts coming up from Bradenton, Florida. Naylor Taliaferro is coming down from Midlothian, Virginia. Uh, We'll have Caleb and Brittany Allman. They're coming from beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio. Of course, Jeremiah Jennings lives right there in Trustville, Alabama. He'll be there uh, Jason and Tracy, myself, uh, we got some other guests that, that uh, Jason has invited from other industries, and uh, we got some other things in the work. It's, it's going to be amazing, but the uh, tickets or the seats, if you will, are reserved to 300. There's a there's a capacity in this venue that uh, Jason's wife's family owns, and so uh, once the 300 seats are sold out, there's no, no room to grow here. We're not going to tear down a wall and build a new, you know, extension. It's, uh, it's capped at 300 seats. So I know Lamont Hairston is coming down. Uh, Ben Naiman lives there in Alabama and, uh, the tickets are starting to go. So, uh, get, get it before this thing sells out. If you know, you want to come, it's only 197 bucks. So, um, you know, you can get, get your ticket reserved and, uh, we, we look forward to hanging out with you in February of 2024 Springville, Alabama. That's a suburb of Birmingham, Alabama, where the Lawn Care Life Conference. Well, thanks for listening to today's show. I thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with Jason. I hope you enjoyed your time kind of hanging out with us as well and definitely would love to hang out with you in person at the conference. So grab your seat today. Just take a look in the show notes for the link and you can reserve your seat there. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.